Hello, Changemakers, and welcome to another episode of Changemakers Remembered. As you know, here we celebrate the many major contributions of African Americans anywhere in the world, but especially here in America. Now, recently we shared some of the contributions of artistic abilities from the Harlem Renaissance that begat modern-day hip-hop, that begat modern-day millionaires, and a billionaire, a Black family in the White House, and a thriving economy in this powerful place we call the United States. If you didn't get a chance to listen, it's available here on the site titled From Harlem to Mumble Rap. But today, Let's talk about the many inventions we use several times a day with little thought, yet we have them as a result of creative innovations from African Americans. So let's get into it. The first invention, the ironing board. Thank Sarah Boone for the ironing board. Sarah was born a slave and thus she did a lot of hand washing, hang drying, as well as ironing laundry. Lots of it. Sarah found a way to make this task a little easier as prior to her invention, an ironing board was literally a slab of wood. Sarah's creativity gave the board featured a narrowing and curving design that we are familiar with today that makes it easier to iron garments, especially women's clothing like dresses or items with sleeves and so forth. So today we have the modern day metal version. That's Sarah Boone. The next invention is the three light traffic stop. Now, prior to this creation, there were only two lights at a traffic stop, red and green. Garrett Morgan of Cleveland, Ohio, became the first black person in town to own a car due to some success he'd had with previous inventions, which I'll speak of one in a little bit. Um, But One particular day while driving his car, he witnessed a really bad accident. He saw the accident play out and he understood that had the driver realized the light was turning red, he could have possibly avoided that crash. Garrett's mental wheels got turning and he invented the yellow light to warn drivers to yield for the upcoming red light. This prevented lots of accidents in the future and even today. Another significant invention by Garrett is the gas mask. Now, this one is particularly special to me, and I was very pleasantly surprised because I'm an Army veteran. And in basic training, we were issued gas masks taught when and how to put them on, then to assure us that it would actually protect us in the event of an attack in combat, we had to actually enter a gas chamber where we were exposed to tear gas. 
So we would go into the chamber with the masks on. And since gas is invisible and odorless, we didn't notice any difference until we were ordered to remove the masks and recite the alphabet. Immediately we realized we can't speak because we can't breathe, we can't inhale, and our eyes are burning, our nasal passageways are burning, throat and lungs are burning, and it just becomes impossible to speak for lack of being able to breathe. So I can't remember exactly how long, whether it was 5, 10, or 15 seconds that we had to stay in there before we could exit. But we ran out of there choking, gasping for air, spitting, bent over at the knees, coughing, some even throwing up, skin itchy and burning as well. So yes, thank you again, Garrett Morgan, for the gas mask. The next invention, refrigerated trucks. Shout out to truck drivers across the nation and across the world, because this is how we get all the goodies we consume, especially at this time of the year. Happy holidays to you all, but especially our groceries. We have the convenience today of not having to go out, hunt, fish, or farm in order to get our nutrients. We just go to the local grocery store and purchase these items. Now, I'm not contending that this is always the best thing, you know, because it's great if you can plant, farm, and harvest your own food especially today in this age of processed and genetically modified foods. However, many of us just don't have the skills or opportunity and we must work doing something else so that we can afford to buy our groceries. Um, It would be great. Most of us don't even have yards, but if we do, we don't have the space or time. But I digress. Thanks to Frederick McKinley, truck drivers are able to deliver us perishable goods in good condition, especially foods, because of this. And depending on where you live, the Schwann man can deliver you those frozen, tasty, processed treats that you love so much because of this invention of the refrigerated truck. Yeah, sometimes I miss the Schwann man in Texas. But anyway, the next invention, caller ID and call waiting. Yes, you can thank Shirley Ann Jackson for being able to avoid telemarketers and bill collectors and exes. Yes, thank you, Shirley Ann Jackson. Next, thank you, Alexander Miles, for automatic elevator doors. So, elevators are a lift and pulley type contraption, right? Prior to his invention, 
There were these manual doors that were hard to manipulate and riders sometimes forgot to close both the shaft and elevator doors. The shaft is the hollow pathway that the lift and pulley move up and down through to go from floor to floor. Back then, this was very complicated and it was a dangerous ride because some people fell off and some those of those falls were actually fatal. One such incident occurred to Alexander's young daughter. She almost fell to her death because the doors weren't closed before the elevator began to move. This got Alexander thinking and he came up with the idea for a mechanism that automatically opened and closed the elevator doors. Next up, the carbon light bulb filament. We can thank Louis Latimer for our modern day lamping. Light bulbs are used almost everywhere on the planet. They're so common, we hardly even recognize how dependent we are on them until a power outage. Now, it's commonly taught that Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. However, a filament is the little wiry part that sticks up from the bottom of the glass bulb it produces light once heat gets to it. So, literally, Edison created the bulb-shaped glass, maybe? But Latimer invented the light? Latimer was well known at this time as a talented draftsman and is noted to have talentedly drafted the light bulb for Edison, as Edison is credited for inventing. I happen to believe that that's a misrepresentation because we do know for a fact Edison tried and tried again and failed and almost got struck by lightning. Enter Latimer. Edison lives to see the sun shine again, and we have light bulbs and portable light today. I find it hard to believe in, okay, me and a friend had this conversation recently. It's hard to believe that someone could so perfectly draft someone else's idea from someone else's mind. So, and like I said, the filament is the actual part that produces the light. So what did Edison actually create? Maybe the shape of the light bulb. I'm going to drop that little tidbit and leave it right there for you. <laughs> so this brings me to the final invention of this episode. And it is another major contribution to the prosperity of our great country. This invention is sweet, although some of the details of the story are bitter. Before I get into it, though, recently some of you may have seen this photo floating around the Internet. Um, it's gone viral now. 
of several medical students posing in front of the Old Whitney Plantation in Edgard, Louisiana. Um, and this is the only slave plantation museum in Louisiana, and it focuses on the lives of enslaved people. Throughout the 1700s, thousands of West African slaves with rice farming expertise were delivered there, mostly Senegambian, Benin, West Central African, and as well as some or a few from Southeast Africa. This plantation was the main supplier of food to the New Orleans area at this time, as these slaves worked corn fields, rice fields, and many other vegetables. These slaves were also sawyers, which are the people that um, cut down timber. They were carpenters, masons, smiths, cooks, amongst many other tasks and duties. But by the 1800s, this plantation was doing the hard work of producing sugar. So at first, sugar cropping, you know, and processing sugar was done by what was called the cattle method, which is basically a very slow and dangerous task of boiling the crop into a liquid until Norbert Relu, a free man, invented the vacuum evaporator. The vacuum evaporator turns that sweet syrupy juice from liquid to granules, hence granulated sugar. This revolutionary creation made the world sweeter, literally. It's important to note that many of these thinkers and engineers patented several inventions, which made me think or remember a quote I've heard. If you did it once, you can do it again. Now, I've heard it revised and used in a more negative connotation, but I tend to push for inspiration. So, change makers, between now and the next time we meet, create and make change in every way possible. I want to thank you for listening and please like our page, Change Makers Remembered and Strengthening Ties in the Race on Facebook. Bye.